Yo, Chuck, run a power move on him. May I say something to you to give you a true knowledge of yourself and life so that the same glory and success attained by other men who understand themselves may be yours? Man in the full knowledge of himself is a superb and supreme creature of creation. When man becomes possessor of the knowledge of himself, he becomes master of his environment, the captain of his own ship, the director of his own destiny, the accomplisher of his own ends. We are the Brooklyn Combine. This is the Brooklyn Combine, and we've got a couple of special guests in a special place. Definitely. We're officially off the grid. Definitely. As our, our big dream. No phone calls. No phone calls. We've got a couple of no great data. guys that we're about to bestow some wonderful pins on. They're yeah. honorary yeah. members couple of the Combine. A couple people almost lost, everybody in the unit almost lost their lives at some point, was really ready to give up, very scared. If it wasn't for, two, for two solid brothers we met out in Alaska. <laughs> yeah. We met out in Alaska. And I'll allow them to introduce themselves after we get some intros from everybody else that's in the building. You guys can go last. So Stone first is off, on teenager time with his fucking yeah, yeah. trade by beats in the sleeping bag. Yeah. So 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 who do, so who, so who do we have? Who do we have with us? Now, you know me. I'm brother Blue Molly Uzi X. Or we got Kenneth Montgomery, man, and Phil, and we are and Jet and is here. Jet, where you Jet, at? Yeah, who, who Jet. else is there? He's the, he's the thumb man. Jet. One of the best. Yeah. Of the who I got to my right here with the thumb cigar? Man. Sam. He's a thumb Sam who? Sam Gregory. All right. Tim Nelson. Adam Shepard. There you All go. All right. Now, y'all know who Sam Gregory is. You know, if you follow the combine, you know who Sam Gregory is. But the other two guys, you don't know. So, so. Before we start, before we start, we have not told our people our audience where we are. Okay, yeah. Well, well, you know what? I thought we were in Peavine because I, I got this book here and it says we're in the Peavine cabin log. It's got these great stories of all the people who stayed in this cool public romantic. cabin. Not to interrupt, but that's yeah. not a very romantic name. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, Peavine. But, but where, no, exactly, it's pretty disgusting. Peavine. But, but where, where are we at, fellas? Your locals, I where are we at? Chittestone Valley, if I wanted to be a romantic. But there you are. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, listen, listen. Yeah. listen no, it has a nice ring to it, it does. Yeah. You know, P-Vine's kind of like, what the heck is a P-Vine? You know, P-Vine. But is that, is that official? Is that like geographically where we it are? Is. Is they're, both, they're both correct. They, they call this, the Park Service calls this the P-Vine cabin. Mm-hmm. You know, the P-Vine airstrip, blah, blah, blah. You know what Stone called it the other day? Stone <laughs> said, this is, right across the river, this is so where you send people for witness protection. We went through there today. It's like a Christmas tree farm over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Now, you said you said the parks for a lot of people. The park is simply a place you go to, you know, right. maybe play some See, soccer. in New York, look, look, look. In, in New York, the is where you go to walk the dog, right? Yeah. Yes. So, so how is this place distinct from some of the other areas that are, like, on the outskirts of where we are? This, what, this is a, like a national park, right? It is, yeah. The Wrangell St. Elias National Park and Preserve. 13.2 million acres. Damn. Wow. wow. So... It's big. <laughs> and where are you guys from? Do you guys live near the park or in the park? Or? Uh, yeah, I do. Nice. I'm kind of yeah. on the edge of it. Yeah, There's a nice. lot of private property, little in-holdings uh-huh. mm-hmm. within the park that are uh, they were there before the park was established. And so, of course, they kind of respect that and people have property scattered about. And so I was one of those 
They're, they're lucky souls that ended up with property within the park boundary. Okay. Nice. Then let me ask you guys. Um, that makes me think that <clears throat> that that presents to me a lot of, in some regards, is a lot of freedom in that. It seems like like freedom, but on the other hand, it's also an understanding that because it's park and it's American government or it's the government, at any point. Could your ownership change, or your interest change, or your relationship change to to this to this place that you guys know better than you? Hopefully not at this point in time. Mm -hmm. It's happened in other national parks. Mm -hmm. It's been documented mm -hmm. where they just kicked everybody out. Mm -hmm. I think at this point, with all the social media and everything mm -hmm. we have going on these days, mm -hmm. they're not gonna just you know. It's much more difficult move that nobody knows about. Mm -hmm. It would become mainstream media in no time i like that no that's a good point so I, I i have a feeling that we're pretty well protected gotcha yeah what what brought people like out here like for like in terms of work like like what what really brought people out to this area the fact that there was nothing else mm -hmm. except for nature mm -hmm. is what draw drew most of the people here it was like this is a, a zone that's like Geo geologically, you know, profound and remote enough. Mm -hmm. There is limited access, but some access. And so people have kind of migrated out here to just do their own thing. Can I just say something real quick? Honestly? You know, you guys have no fucking clue what these guys are about. Like, um, for, like to survive out here. And for us, I think people take it for granted. <clears throat> we came in the summer, and we met you guys in the summertime. Mm -hmm. um, the summer is kind of like a, it's like you getting pimped, you getting rocked. We call it getting rocked to sleep a little bit. Like, yeah. oh, this is cool, yo, I can come out here. But even in the summer, you gotta, you gotta be very smart. You can't just run up that hill without thinking, or you can't do like everything requires thought and observation. The winter. This is the first time we came in the winter. This is some other shit. And I'll give you a small example of that. <laughs> a few moments before we did this recording, we were out. No. We were out, and we're out there going to get some water. So I asked Tim, I said, man, how'd you, how'd you know that that water hole was there? He said, I didn't. I said, well, how'd you find it? He said, I fell in it. I fell in it. He said, I fell in it. So suffice to say, not only do you have to be tough, you got to keep your eyes open, you got to be paying attention. But speaking of people coming out here, we got somebody who introduced us all to Tim to and Tim, Adam. Who to Adam. listen and for our, everybody? Our audience knows this guy very well. Yo, yeah, yeah, for sure. Basically, we are off the grid in a place that if you don't have people who are educated and intelligent and who understand the world and even where they're at, yo, you'll be in a really bad place. No, for sure, for sure. So why don't I guess we can back up a little bit and go. Into a, bit, a, quick, a, a, quick, a quick intro into the, the Brooklyn to Alaska program, which was our intro. So, Sam, why don't you tell us a little bit about the program and how we got introduced to these guys? Maybe how you did. Well, you know, my introduction to these guys precedes Brooklyn to Alaska. I, I found like, out they met when they were five. Yeah. Wow, wow. No, no, but uh, you're talking about me meeting Tim and Adam? This is the Tim this and Adam show, yeah, yeah. but it's some context. Okay, so give us some context. So... When I first came out here, I always wanted to get a place somewhere in the mountains. Even the time I was five or six years old, someplace remote. And then I got running cases, forgot all about it. And then 
for a multitude of reasons. The, the dream came alive again, and I had been up here. And uh, to make a long story short, I came up, and I was with a woman. I was going to split up with her, which I did. And I, <laughs> I um, keeping it a thousand. So uh, <laughs> I found a spot that this lady, who was a legendary woman from the community, she wanted to leave because it was getting a little developed. And she had a place for sale for quite a number of years, and she would always refuse to sell it to whoever she'd agreed to sell it to because they wanted to make money. It's a really special, beautiful place. Mm -hmm. And when I went there, she knew I was just a guy who wanted to enjoy the place for what it was, and I bought it from her. And I was much maligned and somewhat of an outcast because I represented change, even though most of the people who didn't like me were... Why didn't, they like, why didn't they like you? Because I bought her place and she was leaving. Oh, so, so you I were just an outsider. Representative outside. of gentrification. Yeah, you were outside. So uh, that was okay with me because nobody was paying my bills. So I didn't really. It's the way it is in New York when you're crumb, crumb And you're known outside. for being very mild mannered and stuff. So, you know, <laughs> no one would so, be surprised if you got, you know, people would be shocked if you got angry and crazy. So uh, I got a chance to meet Tim and Adam and they let me into their lives in a way that was kind and forgiving and nice and and I wanted them to be part of my life and we just became friends and I respected them tremendously and I've just uh, stayed in touch I harass them about going on snow machine trips and we got to do this and we got to do that and they always act like they don't want to go but I know deep down they can't wait to go too. So, uh, but this trip, there was only two guys I wanted to talk to about going. Tim Nelson and Adam Chapman. So I called Tim. I said, do you think we can get Adam? He says, I don't know. I said, you may get him. He moved, Adam said, moved down to Cordova. Mm -hmm. These two guys are Top of the line. Yo, listen, for the audience, like, Tim and Adam, these guys are fucking, you know, these are the brainiacs. They talking to each other, all this stupid shit. This on, the co on the podcast, I'm the one who keeps it official, 100, with the with our core group. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right? Which I'm doing right now. You're right? so um, smart. Yeah, yeah. You're our fearless Whatever. leader. Whatever. Fuck out of here. So anyway, continue. So Sam, please, sky, man. so uh, you know, guys. Kenny, and I don't want to speak for Mally, but Phil, we've been through numerous events in the lower 48 of horrific instances where black Americans are being killed by cops and other things, and they just never, never give up hope and never stop. You're talking about being us? Being affectionate to me, personally. Mm -hmm. And we were at a bar one night, and we were talking, and somehow we got into snow machines, and I started really, I think, articulately, and for once in my life, really explaining the feelings of what it's like. And uh, Stokes said, see if we can get these guys to go. He's a friend of ours. And Shout out to Stokes. Stokes. Shout out Stokes. He's mad Stokes. And then uh, I called Adam, and he said he'd see what he could do. And we got to... Legendary, I don't want to hear. Oh, I'm not a legend yet. <laughs> Two legendary guys. Who, they are. Now we do, but I, 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 got, I got a question for Adam or Tim. Either one of you guys could chime in, or both. But there was a story. It wasn't about a bar, but it was about a party. 
and it has something to do with somebody jumping on the floor, and then somebody jumping out of a window or something crazy like that. I don't know that story. Yeah, yeah, I think you guys need to hear this. I don't know. I think you told that the other night. You must <laughs> I missed it, but I don't want to dominate yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah. So, how, how'd that go? Because I, I, Sam was a little, a little off with some of the details. You came and gave the official version. Well, why don't you start, Sam? And <laughs> so, we'll, we'll jump in <laughs> when we think you're off track. You were there. How old so, were these guys? They were 21, 22, maybe. Okay. So, me and a good friend of mine, I was still close with him. I haven't seen much of him. Who was this well, guy? Hags. You got more than one friend? Hags. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they said Matt Hamper's having a party, so we hung around Bonanza Creek and ended up going down there. We get there maybe at nine o'clock. There's no beer. I said, "What kind of fucking party is this?" <laughs> I said, "I would be so embarrassed to have a party and have no beer at nine o'clock." So I said, "Cags, okay, we got to get the fuck out of here, man." I said, "This is an embarrassment." So we started leaving. I Throw that shit in the ocean. Throw this party in the ocean. There was no beer when I got, unless they were lying to me, which that could have been so too. Shots. So, so I started leaving, and all of a sudden, there were some other people also leaving the party. So maybe it wasn't later than that. Maybe it was eleven, but it was summertime, so it was light. And all of a sudden, this lady goes, "Did you hear that?" So somebody says, yeah, it's motorcycles. That's the Chetna boys coming. Get your dogs and get out of the way. <laughs> so I turned to Hangs. I said, I think these guys are much more our style than the people at this <laughs> And so they came down, and we ended up going back to the party, as I remember. And we were in the guy's house. And they say, whoa, did you build this house? And went, started jumping up and down in his house. So he said, don't you jump in this house one more time. They said, okay. And both of them jumped out the second story window. They had he, he said, well, there were about 10 people upstairs and he started to panic because he didn't think that it would hold the weight long. And then once we started jumping a little bit, he got real nervous. Everybody downstairs. Yeah, I knew him from a long time ago. I've known him for several years. I mean, everybody get out right he now. He just got just freaked out. He was like, That's about as oh, freaked out as I've ever seen him. Tim and I were like, you know what? If you're going to be that way, we're just leaving now. We're not going to even go down the stairs. So yes, we bailed out the... He jumped out the fucking window. <laughs> Second story, top window must have been yeah. not 20 feet, but 15 feet. Or to, or to so work, though. Or to work, though. Where did you jump on? Right the earth. <laughs> Young 20-something-year-olds. Yeah, full of life. I do remember it did hurt for just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but what they, they said, it was the, the Chitna Boys. But I got out quick. I didn't let anybody Chitna know it hurt, you know. Listen, I'm not So listen, they, they, they said the Chitna Boys. Chitna Wait, what is Chitna? Where is yeah, Chitna? Chitna? Well, that would be the town that I live close to. I live 12 miles from Chitna, which is a little small town. Mm-hmm. And a native village, also a village of Chitna, which is right above the town. So and when you say native... Old ghost town left over from... Railroad days when there was mining activity in the area. When, when, when you say native, Tim, who, who are you specifically talking about, though, when you say native? Like, is uh, it the Chitna tribe? Oh, wow, yeah. So, so they're indigenous to this area. Okay. Yeah. So, right, so this goes back. Nice. So, this goes back to copper mine days. Mm-hmm. What other kinds of mines were, were going on up here? Uh, it was mostly copper, but they also did get some gold and silver. Well, they were after the copper, but. 
mostly the copper was the thing, and that's what they put in the railroad to haul it all out by train. Mm. Mm -hmm. now, now, there's a guy that you that that we kept hearing stories about here and there. There's a great book. I won't I won't mention the book. We can we can people can do their own research, but there's someone here that you all kept talking about who. You said the guy was like in his 70s. Oh, Martin Radovan. And then he was right around the corner here from where the cabin we're at now. Wow. Mm. So what now was listen, hold on. I got to stop for a second. I got to stop for a second. Yeah, 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 for sure. Man. We got to at least... He just said, yo, right around the corner. Exactly. So listen, listen. Yeah. Our, this ain't people, like Brooklyn. People, no, no, no. Tim, Tim, listen. When we grew up, that shit makes sense. Yo, yeah, right on like the corner. Around the Go around the corner. corner. There's people who are listening. Yo, let me tell y'all something. I want y'all to see this around the corner. Yeah. You're, you're not really ready for this yeah. around now, the now we're going to share these on but, Instagram. But, so okay. Yeah, around I the just want to say... But you know what, too, though? This is kind of like a... It's not the same at all. But it, it's akin to, like, the down south around yeah, the corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like... What I'm trying to say is you head up river. Until <laughs> <laughs> the next river, you hang a right around the corner. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Yeah. yeah. On the corner. So it's a few miles up. It's All not right. too far from not there. Not too crazy. I mean, yeah. You wouldn't want to be running that far, probably. But you know, you <laughs> I get it. Minutes, Thirty on minutes. The, on the snowmobiles. I get it. I get it. Something. If you got a trailer, it's not that far, really. No, yeah. And what's this? What was this guy's story? You said this guy was he would be out there until he was well into his seventies. What was he doing? What kind of work was he doing? He was prospecting, climbing up the cliffs and looking for copper ore and taking samples and sending them back and trying to get somebody to invest in his dream. His dream. Yep. Wow. Wow. Like what year was what year was it? Oh. 30s, 40s? 30s, 40s. I could be wrong on that. It was uh it was after that. Uh well that maybe when he first started it was probably the forties. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. Trying to think, think so. of when when was uh Kennecott closed in thirty eight. So those well, legends. He was here really during that time, he was but here, he, was, yes. he was here long after he that. He held that. on for a long time. That's I don't indeed. know. I don't know. Like what? I, we we should have brought the book with us because that's got all the information. Does he still have a presence yes. here? I mean, he definitely has his a presence. Ghost, yeah, yeah. His ghost is here. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Guarantee. I slept right up around the corner <laughs> on my honeymoon. Was in his. Uh, his cabin is behind the little It's more of a, like tent. a wall tent kind of thing. But he has a real cabin that's made it, or it's called Caved In now. Mm -hmm. Back then, I went in there and checked it out. There was still, the roof was on it. It was all messed up. Snow Ooh. kind of sliding in, but it was uh, was still a structure. Mm -hmm. But he had a wall tent out front with a more modern board roof on it. There was no walls left, just canvas tacked up. And, uh, yeah. There's wow. definitely a presence. Like if you're into uh, checking out, I don't really believe in ghosts, but if you want to check out somebody's stuff and feel a presence of somebody that spent thirty plus years wow. in one area, wow, it's pretty cool. This is not like thirty plus years in mm. your building. This is outside. This is ice. You know, this is you know, sometimes thirty below <laughs> zero. Yo, yo, but. You guys, it's that's interesting that y'all said that. And I didn't really know the, the context of that. I heard y'all talking about it earlier today. But it makes sense now how y'all move. Like, you guys move with the understanding that there's things to be explored. Mm -hmm. Like, there's places to go that we perhaps don't didn't go, and we need to know what that shit is about. 
if we go to Nemi. There's always going to be more to explore. You can't see everything in one lifetime. Mm -hmm. No, but you can try. It's a good goal. It helps when, for me personally, we grew up in different kinds of environments, but those environments are just relative to who we are as humans and whatever our, our lot is in this life. Whatever. Like, we, none of us chose this lot. Like, we all just got our lot and we figured this shit out. And your lot in life is, like, my, my lot is no worse than your lot when you really think about it. Like, at the end of the day, you guys deal with things on a day-to-day that really makes your relationship to, to Earth really, really different than the average American. Yeah, your relationship to the land is, is pretty wild. Like watching you all, for example, when we would go out into these big, vast, open areas and you're standing up on your freaking snow machines and you're looking out and we're like, what the heck are you looking at? There's no signs out here. There's nothing out here. There's big <laughs> yeah. freaking mountains in space. And you're like, okay, yeah, we're going to go like over there. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking there, 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 yeah. the whole man is going to be the same. But you all now have an intuition for this environment. That's it's remarkable. It's but, but your relationship doesn't seem to be exploitive. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, if that makes sense. Like, I, we, where we come from, people move with exploitation in mind. And when I say your, your lot, our lot also was, it was dangerous, but it wasn't dangerous. Um, it was dangerous, you know, motherfuckers might dump some toxic shit in your backyard because they think your neighborhood is shitty. So, you know, they, these guys, they don't have any political power. Fuck them. You know, we could do that. But for the most part, our danger came from other humans <laughs> was the main danger we had to deal with. I'm curious, though. So this is a national park, but that it wasn't always the case. How do people, I, you guys, you get on Sam a lot about being an outsider, but how do people feel here about the government versus their freedoms beforehand or things they may have heard oh, from their parents? Go down a wormhole for sure if we start getting into it. <laughs> I have no government yeah. and anti-government uh, sentiment. There are definitely plenty of people mm. that don't care for the park service much, I would say. Mm. Or any government. It goes both ways, uh, though. I mean, if yeah. you stop and think about it, if this wasn't a park, there would be people all over here right now. You know, there was a time before it was a park when it was pretty mellow. There wasn't a lot of... People, there were a few mining operations, some guiding operations, a few things going on, but there were a lot less people. I mean, the population of the state of Alaska has grown immensely since then. Mm-hmm. There's just going to be more and more people. Uh, so, in a way, if it wasn't a national park, we would eventually lose all this. You know? mm. I mean, it wouldn't be the same. You're right. It, w- it, would, it would be like the corporate fervor for it would overwhelm the people who really built so, and, and made it what it is. I think uh, a lot of people accept the park, but not necessarily the administration. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. The park. Critical, yeah. yeah. That makes you're sense. You're always going to have people. They're not from here. Yeah. You know, we're they're, not they're from They're coming here. from somewhere else, probably from another park that mm-hmm. they worked at. And they learned what's going on, and okay, well, this is how we did it in Yosemite, and now we're going up here, and this is how it's going to be, and this we're just going to go tell all these hicks <laughs> the way it is, and what they need to do, and how they need to live, and the right way to do everything, and that grates on people. 
people that live here are the people that are trying to get away from people mm. telling them what to do. Right. Right. It's funny because, <clears throat> like, being out here physically, you almost get the sense that you're by yourself. Like, you know, I get out, like, I was the whole time on my head, like, damn, what if you fucking get sick out here? Like, what the fuck is, you know? If you don't, but, yeah, like, who's, like, who's it? Yeah. So now... Park gonna come get you? Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're nowhere <laughs> to be found. I, it's not like listen. We live in the most surveilled state and fucking possibly in the world, New York City. So it's like at any given moment we're under surveillance. Like something's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna see you here. Yo, yo ass. Yo, yo machine. Stop working. You don't know how to fix that shit. You don't know what fucking thing to pop. You might fuck around and be stiff. No, in the exactly. morning, in a couple of hours, like that shit is real. But for me, that shit is uh, is really an, an unfair equation when you have people who are here, who understand the history, who are building, and then they they got to be aware of the politics of what it is, and then at the end of the day, the 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 behind the scenes. What I'm hearing is, yo, all this shit is real and it's free. But then at the end of the day, you got to deal with people who may not have your best interest, whether it's taxing certain things sure, or businesses. Sure, sure. Does that... Yeah, you know but you know what, but not, but before they speak to that, we're going to get uh, get into that. I say we, we let Sam bring it, bring us back, but let's take a quick music break. Let's take a quick music Whoa, break. Music. What's up, what? like, what, what are you guys yeah, what, into? What kind of music? What kind of music you guys into? I listen, yeah. Anybody? I listen to just about any question. Yeah. Seriously? I like music, but... All right. I mean, there's some stuff that I have a harder time with. I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm a big fan of classic country. Oh, classic yeah, country. So give, give us a big Haggard, cl- Willie Nelson. Nice. Okay. Willie Nelson. Okay. Like Willie Nelson. Stuff. Okay. Well, Hank Williams. Hank Williams. Hank Williams. Hank Williams. Okay. Hank Williams yeah, Hank Williams. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, okay. What is it, Waylon Jennings? Throw somebody yeah. in? Is Waylon? Waylon, he was awesome. Waylon. Yeah. Yeah. You, you want to throw somebody in there in the lot? Any classic country? You couldn't, you couldn't even scratch the surface of my plethora of music. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's we, do we it. listen to music to everything. So everything. tell us your last album. Who's your favorite right now? Favorite? Yeah, yeah. or something you listen to, or something you like, something you like. Because we're gonna cut away to some music, and we're gonna we're gonna pick yeah. some from what we're hearing here. Oh, I don't have favorites. Thing I probably listened to was either. Um, hmm, I have to look at my playlist. <laughs> <laughs> 300 songs. Eh. Nice. 300 right. songs. That's a lot? So, um, yeah. Like a go-to. A go-to. Like if you got it grooving right now, it's your spot. Well, it's popping. It's, it's the house that, instead of this house that had no beer, it was your party. I'm so modern, even in the middle of the <laughs> uh, If I can find my phone, I'll find you a, a, a playlist. I All right. Know, I got so, some... Some good guys. Some guys. All right, nice. So, so we'll let so Adam hold down a second break. Yeah, we, we're gonna, when we, we go gonna, to our second music break, yeah. Adam's going to take us away. We'll go, I guess, we'll go step with, away. Uh, to. But I'll tell you what uh, Adam's younger brother said. Oh. I only have two heroes in life. Stevie Ray Vaughan, is that right? Uh, I don't know. Mm. Stevie Ray Vaughan. And Adam Chappin, my older brother. So we can wow. Take wow. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. All right. Yeah. All right. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, okay. I All know right. that. Somebody, yeah, somebody's a musician. You can't go wrong with Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stevie's, Stevie's high up on the list for Tim, too.
drive home me inside So the taxing and the, and the like, there's a price to pay for you to be able to just come out and give people tours, do whatever you need to do. What? With with the polit the the political the people who control at least the I guess Chitna in this area and what they think. No, we don't have any taxes here. No. None. We only we only do this for friends. We live out, there are no boroughs. We do which, if we anybody want, doesn't know do what a borough friends. is, it's the same as a county. Basically, there are mm -hmm. two states that have boroughs: yeah. Alaska and another one I can't remember right now. But uh, maybe not. Yeah, borough. That's it. Uh, so, but we live outside of any of the boroughs, gotcha. and there's so we have no state taxes. Basically, no property taxes. Yeah. Nothing. Property taxes. Um, you unless you live inside the city gone. limits or a borough or something that's got the property taxes, you know. Well, no, I, I'm just mm -hmm. I, like Which I. Which is good because I don't think anybody's going to come out and collect my garbage or anything like that. What would I get out of it, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> now, Sam, you, you're in a unique position in that you are obviously you reside in both spaces out here and freaking New York, so polar opposites. What's your take on the big distinctions? And when you're when it's all said and done, where do you really ultimately want to be? Well, I'm a reject in both places. <laughs> I was going to say, you're an animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who could live in both those places? But, uh, in my opinion, we have some of the harshest climates. <laughs> we'll people, attest to that. Yep. Yeah. And everything, how he pulls it off, I have no idea. <laughs> I'll say in terms of just space, in terms of a place to be, I love my place in Brooklyn. My family there, but the happiest times I ever had in a place I'm most at peace is in Bonanza Creek, Kennecott, Alaska. I just settled in there and it's like I'm, I'm free and happy and content. And I don't know if I'll ever be able to spend as much time up there as I want to spend. Because there's never been a time when I left there that I wanted to leave. There's been times I was ready to go because I know I had other commitments. So I hope that answers that question. I don't know. No, it does. It does. You talked. To, you talked about something great, contentment, and we heard a lot of that. We saw a lot of that on some faces out here, particularly Adam. Though, when you're when you're out, what is it you're feeling, man? Oh, I just love it. I don't know. There's not. Just glad to be here, right? People <laughs> like to. 
people like different things. I just love it. I just, when I get out there, my mind's absorbed. You're reading the terrain. You're looking at the wildlife and the the earth that hasn't been trampled on. <laughs> and so, yeah, I just love it. There's certainly a, a high to it fully for me. Fully unfolds into my brain, and I'm just like part a part of it rather than just viewing mm. it. You look at pictures, but they're only pictures until you're in the middle of it, and you're like, yeah, this is real. This is where we are. This is where it makes us hearts beating, and we're doing mm. it. And that's what I love about this kind of country is that it, it absorbs you. <laughs> no, it does, man. And absorbed you guys early. You guys are from out here. You didn't like come to visit. You guys, this is yeah. this is home. Yeah, it's just like you guys. Wherever you from, you walk down the street. You know all this stuff, the tricks, the mm -hmm. trades, the way to travel, <laughs> mm -hmm. everything you know. You're gonna recognize if anything's different, anything yeah. new. Mm -hmm. yeah, difference out, though. We're looking at animal tracks and whatever. You know, I'm going. Oh man, see those wolf tracks? Oh, that wolverine. I'm <laughs> looking at those tracks. I've already pictured in my mind that wolverine. I, he yeah. came down the, the river. He friend, turned around. He didn't find what he was looking for. He went back <laughs> up. Maybe there's yeah. a sheep kill up on the mountain somewhere. He's gonna go back and chew on those bones for a while because that's all he's got. Whatever. You know what I mean? You're just you're looking everything. You but know, you it all tells it all tells a story. Mm -hmm. you know, Every, everything you see tells a story as you go. <laughs> no, I like that, man. I like that. And and listen, like you said, it all it's it's all it's, it's about timing. It's about reading the river. It's about being in the moment. Yeah. You got to be cautious, but not too cautious. You guys are not only looking at those animals, though. We got some some prize hunters. What is it? Is that the appropriate term? Like, is that would you describe yourselves as hunters? Uh, well, I'm, I'm definitely a hunter. Uh. As a profession, a guide and outfitter. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Same for you, Adam. Yeah. Guide and outfitter. But but the hunting part is definitely something. We don't meet too many people that are catching, killing, eating some of everything. Tell tell us a bit about some of some of the game that you guys have come up on out here. What are some of the things you've you've caught? That we caught. Oh, you can is there anything a, that we haven't? There's a <laughs> <laughs> that might be easier. There's a commercial trapping season where you can catch pretty much legally any animal mm -hmm. in that season that is running around here and there's you know, lynx cats and coyotes and wolves and marten and mink and otter and I mean there's a bunch of creatures that Fox, live here. Coyote, wolf. Yeah. <laughs> and so you uh, if you're trying to make a living in the middle of winter there's not too many options but trapping is one of them. Mm -hmm. So yeah growing up it was a it was a way to get out there and try and make an income and just learn. Just gets you out there. So, <laughs> learn so about the animals. Cool. Yeah, yeah, just like Tim was saying, the tracks. It's like you if you check your line very often, which you have to do, but you're just out there cruising around and you see from yesterday to today to this morning versus this evening, like what animals move through that country. It's so educational just for the area you're in. And it's really entertaining. Hmm. Fun. They, it's not a beaten path. Nothing's guaranteed or anything, but things move through and they have patterns. And it's just a really, I, I've always thought it was fun. It is. And you don't run into the animals that often. You got to look for the sun. You look for the tracks. You look to see what's going on. You know they've been through here. You know they're around. Yep. <laughs> but 
They don't necessarily, smart. most animals don't run out and show themselves <laughs> so that you can take a picture, you know what I mean? They, <laughs> if they hear a snowmobile or any noise, people talking, I mean, that's a sound that's going to freak anything out. They're Just not used footprints. to that. Wolves can smell footprints. And wow. they smell with those noses. Boom. If you walked around on your trail, they'll come up, they'll be trotting down it. So you got a dog sled trail or snow machine trail. And those wolves hit it, and there's a whole pack of them, and they're looking to kill a bunch of little baby moose, whatever they can find to eat. And then they smell where you got off and walked around. Boom. They leave that trail, and they will just cut the whole pack and go around it. And maybe they pick it up later, a mile or two, or however far down. But it's crazy how, how smart these animals are. No, it is. Some of the stories you all share with us is it's remarkable, considering these animals' intellect. So what do you do to trap or to catch a lot of these different type of animals? Can you use the same techniques or is it totally different approaches for every different type of animal? Uh, for a lot of the animals, it's the same technique, but it's different uh, for sure. Wolves are hard to catch. They're smart. They've got great eyes. They've got great ears. They've got an unbelievable sense of smell. Um, you know, if you're, you know, if you're going to put snares out, which is probably the best way to catch wolves, or, you know, whether you're putting a trap in your trail, because they like to run the snowmobile trails, so you can put traps in there. But, of course, you got to hide it. You can't show it. It's hard to do when you're stomping around in the snow to not leave a trace, right? Uh, they're tough, so, I mean, you can't just put your regular gloves that we were just wearing and running around here. they got too much smell on them. Mm. It's going to wow. smell like this wow. cabin. It's going to smell like the food you just cooked. It's going to smell like the gas that you poured in your snowmobile. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, all these smells that are natural, they're not going to like it. Mm. So you got to be really careful. But other animals are more curious. It doesn't bother them. Uh, there are a lot of lynx around right now, so that's what I'm mostly trapping. You know, I mean, it's kind of, they go, the animals go through cycles. It makes sense to when there are a lot of animals, that's what you want to target. You mm -hmm. don't want to target something that, you know, we're on the low end of the cycle. Mm -hmm. Martin are a great animal to trap. They're small, they're easy to skin, they don't take up much space. But we guys. don't see very many around here right now, so we don't trap for them. Mm -hmm. Can I ask why, why, why are they down now? Do you know? You know, I don't really know for sure. You know, they're. Generally, they're not going to be on a high cycle at the same time as the lynx. The lynx follow the snowshoe hares. When the snowshoe hares are up, you're going to have a lot of lynx. You're going to have a lot of coyotes. You're going to have a lot of uh, great horned owls and great gray owls flying over because they all eat the hares, right? Well, they also eat any other little animal they can catch for the most part. And Martin's a small animal. It's running around. So all these predators are going to be catching them too. So they're going to be... You know, a martin's a predator, but they're after mice, moles, shrews, whatever, small things mostly. You know, maybe squirrels, they can catch it and be a good prize for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, somebody told an interesting story. We think of, like, the predators. We're, we're picturing the big predators we might see on Nat Geo or something mm -hmm. like that. Everybody doesn't get to get out into the wild. But somebody told a story about some birds coming in and in one day, devouring something that they had caught. Who, who, who told that story? Oh, I yeah, I've seen that happen. What was, was that? You said it was, it was a spawning grounds. Yeah, where uh, red salmon come in and spawn in Long Lake. And I used to 
trapped at or put snares out pretty regularly. And towards the middle of winter, you know, this time of year it's hungry for animals. It's pretty, pretty slim pickings out there. It's cold. They're fat, but they whatever might have possibly stored up is gone. Mm -hmm. And so they have a voracious appetite this time of year. And yeah, in that one particular case, I did, I snare the lynx. I check them daily, sometimes twice a day, um, to keep an eye on them. My sets, my traps, or snares, and I went down there. There was nothing in the morning, and I came back in the evening, and I had a nice lynx, tomcat, and it had caught cotton snare. They, it's a quick death for them. Snares are the best for that. So. It, you know, in a couple of minutes it was dead. And so it sat there and those birds came in and they saw fresh food and they just ate that entire animal to where there was just its fuzzy feet and its head because it was wow. in the snare. And I mean, it was a picked clean. It looked like Halloween, like a, you know, like a skeleton from Halloween. Its leg bones ate all of its insides and its backbone. And that was probably, it was dark, so I would say about 4.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> and these were birds. Oh yeah, there was a <laughs> pile of eagles and ravens. Just a pile of, probably like raven. five eagles and you know, 20 ravens so sitting that's around calling at me and just like, hey, who are you? What are you doing taking our stuff? <laughs> and I was like, man, you just ate my trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been making sets here, now I come down here, I catch something and it's gone. I gotta sit here and just like watch it every minute. So clearly, you guys aren't the only hunters. Yeah, doing their job trying to stay alive. So it's a part of one big cycle, you know. Like, like that's that's definitely a takeaway for me. Is it's one big cycle. Well, listen, we're gonna finally get away. Go no, go to another break. Cut to a quick. What was the artist you said? The guy you like, Jeffrey Martin. Jeffrey Martin. So Jeffrey Martin. We're gonna give Jeffrey Martin a little burn, and we'll be right back. Shut my eyes. 
eyes with a song that will never end And write it on my mind with that golden thread There's some things you don't forget Teach me how to shut my mouth Shut my mouth And teach me how to shut my mouth Shut my mouth Ooh, yeah. A newborn baby in an old man's hand Daddy of a daddy made young again. The unknown roads and turns in the dark are no match for the drum of a beating heart. Lay me down and sing to me again. Shut my eyes with a song that will never end. Write it on my mind with that golden thread There's some things you don't forget There's some things you don't forget important for me to have guys from New York not just come out friends of mine but what I would say my blood brothers come out here and get a chance to be with two guys that I hold real dear to my heart that I really have so much admiration for that have lived totally different lives than I have I mean you know I think about if I'm jammed up I got a whole host of people I can call for a favor. I'm alone, I need this, I need that. And these guys, nobody gave me anything. They gave them skills and they gave them an example, but they had to make their own way in this world. And they they made their own way in a way that's unique to them. And so I wanted you guys to come and meet them. And the, it's not just the the. Um, human beings from New York meeting human beings and characters from Alaska. It's, the race thing matters to me too because it's been so pronounced how white supremacists and racists have now been able to come out of the woodwork and stand up and say this is who we are over the last four years. And, I know I don't talk about it with these guys. I don't talk about it that much with you guys, but uh, it's just special that we're all together in one place and you get a chance to really get to know these guys, not just high and by in the summer, but spend real time with them. And so it's just, for me, it's a dream of mine to bring people together and have respectful, fun times, even though 
I'm the butt of everybody's jokes. <laughs> nah, that's not true. That's not true. This is a lot of so butter jokes. I, I, I can Listen, ulti- ultimately, everybody's the butt of Tim and Adam's jokes. Because, <laughs> yo, you can't make it out here without them as far as I'm concerned. You, can, you guys like, got great sense of humor. Nah. I enjoy, uh, not the butt end, but I really enjoy Sam, like, Bringing people out here that want to actually want to experience this and look at it for a little while, mm-hmm. because I don't know, I've been a hunting guide for many, many years, and you get a great satisfaction taking somebody that actually desires to go look at it. They might mm-hmm. want to live there; they might never come back, but if they truly want to go out there and have a look, it's like I want to show you what this is all about, the right way to do it, and. And give you a successful mission, and so it's really fun to uh, have people that are completely. The farther you are away from what this is, um, the greater the achievement if you can enjoy it and have a good time. So <laughs> I, I really appreciate Sam hooking us up and and uh, just kind of like connecting us to have fun and do this because yeah, it's like yeah, great. If you guys walk away from it, and hopefully we see you many more times in the future. But if you never did. And you go, man, that was a fun trip. That's really interesting. I love those mountains. And I love that. That river was phenomenal and everything. I don't know. Just take it take it with you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well said. Yeah, well said. Now, like, mm-hmm. it, it's, for me, ultimately, I want to say thank you guys. You know, I, I'm not one of those people who is at all earth. You know what I'm saying? Like, the things that are happening at earth. Like, I'm not in awe of that. And I think we've all been conditioned to exploit so when you live in a world where you program and critical thought is a is a secondhand thing like that's not the primary thing you'll you'll get tricked into thinking that this isn't something to be respected and to have value like you'll be tricked into thinking that those people because they're native chitnas, they're different. They're different than us, guys. You know, yo, or they'll think they're different. Like this world produces that. So, for me, this experience is a real. You know, I ultimately don't think this society is at the point where they're going to evolve through the use of technology. <laughs> I think technology has become. The prime, uh, uh, it's a tool to get, like, ultimately our civilization has become what is your role in being exploited? Yeah, and get like, in it. What, what can, if, if, if getting exploited can get you here or here, like, how does it, how do I maximize, like, what happened? And I'm looking at all this shit. This, to me, really makes you understand that to figure life out, it requires a deeper level of thinking. Yeah, and, and seeing yourself and, as part and, of a larger system. Yeah, and feeling. Mm. So I'm like my parents, you know, I, I, I'm a product of the Great Migration. Both my parents came from the Deep South. And the Deep South had very similar cultures to ownership and your view of the land and your, your, your view of your, just your relationship with things. Like people don't understand, like you can't really... I don't think you can really maximize your time here on earth if, if everything that you do is transactional. Like everybody you know, everything you do, you do some shit because they're going to do this shit for you. Like if everything is that, that's a different way to look at it though because it's something Tim said earlier. 
Like, yo, I navigated killers and dumb shit. Like, just your government just totally fucking you all the time and lying about it. And everybody's like, yo, this shit is cool. Let's go along. And you're like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? This shit is fucking us up. There's no, like, there's no, like, yo, you know what? This is our territory. Anybody who come over here, ultimately, I'm willing to fucking die for this shit. There is no concept of that where I grew up, but my parents are from the Great Migration. So my dad and my mom and them, they grew up. I, I'm close enough to this shit where this shit doesn't freak me out. For this, this is just cold. But ultimately, you prepare for that shit. Fuck is, you know, like, you're fucking human. You ain't hearing too many stories about motherfuckers just freezing to death on a fucking trip. Unless, you know what I'm saying, like, unless somebody just went butt fuck crazy and, and wigged the fuck out and who the people they were with were butt fuck crazy. Like, no, like, there's not a lot of data of people who just froze to death on a fucking tour. You know what I'm saying? No, it's like it's the, the people Not that you know of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm saying, we don't know. <laughs> but I'm saying this shit has happened. But but I'm saying the people you going with. Yeah, I mean it's hard to book trips when you start talking. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know. I, no, no, but 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 all jokes aside, really quickly, like Tim, you you actually play, have played, and are continuing to play. Tim said, "Yo, important he, role he in can tell the Wolverines this, that, yeah. snakes." Blah, loop, blah, blah. That shit is regular life yeah. as well. And you've been sharing that regular life with some important young people from the Brooklyn to Alaska program. How do you how do you feel about that program? Because you were involved last, what was it? Which year was that, Sam, that the kids came up? Well, we've been doing it for 13 years. Kim, Tim came two years, I think. I've been 17 on. and 18 or 16 and 17. Yeah. Something like that. Uh-huh. 17 and 18, probably. Huh? 17 and 18, yeah. Right. But, you know, just, just a, for a little... It's a great program, obviously. I mean, to get kids out doing this stuff, get out here in the wilderness, it's a whole whole different ball game from what they're used to. And uh, that's good. It's a good. They get out and build some self-confidence, realize what they can actually do. There's a whole other world out there that they don't even know about. <laughs> I mean, basically the whole world's out there they don't know about, you know. They're stuck in one little area, you know. You got you live in the city, you've got everything you need within one block. Hmm. You know what I mean? You could literally live in one block and never have to go anywhere your whole life and have everything that you need and not even realize that there's a whole other world out there, a whole wow. other way of thinking. Uh, I think it's a great program to get these kids out doing some stuff. And, uh, I don't know. As much that as anything else is just like, even in Cordova, it's a tiny little community that we live in now with 2,400 people, well, census count or whatever. But even the kids there, great kids. Blue Ribbon School. I mean, it's it's an awesome place. But they, uh, so many of them grow up, even two or three generations, in that small community. They're successful at what they do, but they never even come up here. Boom, like I get to do. And they say, oh, shoot, I'm, you know, in my mid-50s. I've never been in McCarthy. I always heard about it. I grew up here. Uh, yeah, that's to, 150 to miles away, you know, yeah. it's not very <laughs> 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 
And yeah, not everybody's as lucky as me to have a buddy with an airplane. But mm -hmm. what I'm saying is, is that to give somebody the opportunity, just even for the small amount of time, to step out and look at something different and come back to what they already have that they know, is like not everybody gets that. I think it's that important for everybody to get outside so, of their comfort yeah, level every once in a while. It's a good awesome reality check. Get outside your comfort level, do that. I mean, I feel the same way. <laughs> I went to New York City, I went to Brooklyn to go see my buddy Sam here. You know, that was pretty crazy for <laughs> Alaska, you know what I mean? I was in uh, Maine, got, went to New Hampshire, jumped on a bus. Go to Grand Central Station. I'm going, okay, now I'm going to have to get a subway. How does that even work? I don't even know. <laughs> you know. I mean, I've seen it on TV. <laughs> so I'm looking around. I'm, well, let's see what these other people are doing around here. Everybody's going over to this machine, you know. So I walk over and I check out. And I'm going, oh, a metro card. Okay. All right, I guess I probably need one of these. Cool, you know. So I get one of what do you do? Oh, they're walking through the little thing there. Okay, walk through the gate, you know, I'll figure this out. You know? Oh, Sam yeah. didn't tell me the F train wasn't running or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I got it right though. Then I jumped up off of the wrong spot, but it was close. I only had to walk about a block there to nice. Prospect Park or whatever. And met up with Sam and we did a little walk around the block. It was good, you know, but it, you got to get outside your comfort level once in a while. It that's goes both ways. That's wow. one of Sam's talents, though. He's such a good teacher. In fact, it could give you an idea, push you in the direction, and then let you figure it out. Because <laughs> it's true. He's like the same with me. I looked there and coached around. He's like, no, this is the deal. Here, here's your chart. Don't get on this one. This color's not good. It's going to take you somewhere you don't need to be. Don't go over there. This one's like pretty much all what you can use is this. And that's, you know. You could see the city and have fun. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but you know, I got off in the wrong place. I do remember but being on the bus too and thinking, man, I hope we're not stopping in this neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this is Queens. <laughs> <laughs> this looks pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> Say, <laughs> well, you must have been in the old New York because the new New York is a lot of white people, Tim. It's everybody, bro. Where I was at, it was like that, you know? There's a bunch of New York stories of people dying on the train. He's always the instigator to all of these things. Yes, Brooklyn to Alaska, getting all these kids up here, bringing you guys up here, yeah, bringing sure. us down there. I mean, you know what I mean? He's quite point. the instigator. But you know, I do think you know? it would and be. And we're all better people for it. So yeah. Yeah. Cheers, yeah. To Sam. Cheers, Cheers to Sam. Cheers to Sam. Toast to Sam. Toast. Sam Gregory. Thank you. But you know, I do think it might be important for the listeners, and maybe we should have done this early on. We're sitting in a. Mm -hmm. 25 or 30 by 25? You guys would know better than me. say 20 by 28. 20 by 28, log cabin. About 35 miles from where we came from, where we traveled on snow machines through snow that's up to your thigh, thighs. And we got stuck probably 40 times. <laughs> 
That's uh, putting it mildly. Not, not that's one person. Of the collective. <laughs> Tim and Adam was definitely Adam like, this is whack. And right now, we're sitting in this cabin. It's toasty warm. But outside, it's probably below 25 below, maybe 30 below zero. Mm -hmm. It's probably close to that. feels like It's 30 below zero. Um, today, I got a little, just a touch of frost nip they call it not frostbite <laughs> and so yeah, we're just hunkered down in a place that's really a beautiful place with a crescent moon uh, sitting around the table talking talking junk which is as close to heaven as I I ever get well, listen I like it much better than this. No, no, but, but listen I gotta give at least my realness to what happened to us this is not fake <laughs> like this is a real trip like this is not you have to really be prepared to to handle this you know like this isn't you know take it lightly let me just get pics for instagram like that's not how i look at it like i look at it like yo this is a really uh, an opportunity to like you said experience him like something you haven't been right. involved well, i'm in. sure you're definitely outside of your comfort zone a few mm -hmm. times on this trip oh hell yeah you yeah. know when you get yeah. out there and all of a sudden you're looking around you're like where is everybody yes yeah. so all of a sudden right. you're on your own a little bit there yeah. you know absolutely I mean? you're going, oh man yeah. And you look at we had to cross that open water, you know. Yeah, that was interesting. If you tip your machine over, you get all wet. It's twenty below zero. Oh, it's a problem. You're frozen. You're gonna have. To, you know what I mean? It's we a got problem. a problem. We got to get somewhere in a hurry. You yeah. got about five minutes to try to figure out. You figure out what's how happening. To get warm. And it's funny because that happened. That happened. I don't even know the days now. I think it was it wasn't yesterday. I don't know. Yeah. But it's definitely like but, it's not an Instagram. But no, it, ha it happened. <laughs> Where we're flowing, we're having a good time, it's, you know, people jive with each other, it's cool, we get a little late going, everybody's not as skilled or equipped, or you haven't been in this situation before, it's a first time situation, and we got to a point where we had to cross water, and I was, I got to, it, it's funny because Tim is just all business, like he figures it out, he's observant, he got it. But you guys are going to be stressed out, man. We've been yeah, waiting. Yo, he's, like, yo, he's like, yo, where's everybody at? He's like, yo, where's everybody at? And I, I get to the water, and I'm like, damn, I got my kids with me. They're behind me. But I see the logistics of this. Like, somebody got to know where the guy who knows where the fuck he going is going. If nobody know, if nobody you know, knows where the guy's... You don't training in the wrong spot. Yeah, he's like, yo, we're in trouble. And we got to a water, and I'm like, yo, it's fog, and oh, it's, fog was crazy, this bro. is pretty funny, because yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's dark. Crazy. To me, it's dark. This shit is dark outside. So, I'm like, oh, holy shit, it's fucking water's bubbling, it's fog. I'm like, yo, can I, I, I can't hear, because I have my headphones, I was listening to music. I'm like, yo, I was like, yo, I'm trying to head, I was like, yo, can I come across? And he's like, yo, and then I pull it, pull it off, he's like, yeah, it's shallow here. But yo, it's like, yo, what am I going to do? Mm, that shit worked. That and then, because I needed to see. I figured if one person can make it after me, then everybody's probably going to make it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the first yeah, time always okay. makes it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. go blasting across. <laughs> yeah. Right across. Yeah. You know. And it happened, and it got really, really cold. And we were literally in the middle of a, like, a I don't know what it is. It's just mountains. Oh, yeah, we were on Valley. River Valley. Mm -hmm. 
and you made it. Mile wide or whatever. That's you know, look, wide could, open out look, there in the middle of nowhere. Look, nowhere. And here's, here's what's different for about you guys. To me, I'm like, yo, this is dark outside. I know dark. This is dark. I took a picture. Yeah, my picture. This looks dark. Adam comes and he's like, yeah, we still got a little bit of light. I'm like, what the fuck is <laughs> I'm like, where? I'm, I'm like, literally, what I'm the like, fuck where? is Oh, the moon. He's talking about the moon. It's the moon. The moon is light. That's light. And, and he was talking about the moon. Yeah, he was man, talking about the moon. I get this shit. I'm like, holy shit. That wasn't, wasn't then, much of a moon that I remember. Yo, but then Tim is like, Tim is like, yeah, all right, we gotta get around. But then every, they both like, yeah, it's water. So I'm like, hold on, water in the dark. So wait a second. These guys navigated getting to a safe space in the dark. Where if you want them jet skis fucking wigging out, you're mm-hmm. fucking dead. It's like, actually a snowmobile. <laughs> no, it's snowmobile. Sorry, fucking man. It's no. so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. It was. Sorry. Listen, sorry, sorry, but that shit, uh, the magnitude of that. Yeah. So, just so you guys know, I'm freezing. My face mask is a block of ice, but it's comfortable. I could deal with it. We go in, and Tim says, "Yo, all right, cool. Stay here. I'll be back." I'm like, "Yo." What the fuck? Yeah, you know? We don't know where everybody else yeah. is because we finally all got together yeah. waiting for everybody to show up. Everybody finally come pops out the trail. Okay, we're all together. Okay, we're, we're, we're gonna head out. <laughs> I get down into the river and I look around and there's we're all laid out. nobody else. We're no, all laid on the ground, stuck. Stone turned over easily. Stone turned over seventy-five times, times. Yeah. by himself. By yo, himself. I'm like, yo. It wasn't that bad. Me and Jay <laughs> turned over a couple I times. He did a good job. No, he, he, did, did, he, did, he did. He did. He did. He did. He got up every big time. Up, big up Jet and Stone. Big up Jet and Montgomery Stone. boys. Nah, that, that did a great job. That was a really. But at that time, when I went across that water, it was still light. I could see. Yeah, and yeah. I had Not much time. It wasn't that good. I looked right. real quick and I said, "Okay, where I'm not gonna have much time to." But you left. Trying to find a better route. This but spot you... looks doable. We got to get moving. So I shot across. When you got across, that's when I thought, well, I still got enough light and you to scout ahead and get fast, make yeah, sure that we don't have anything else dangerous coming up Yeah. Uh, for the next few miles. No, you ain't. it was, five miles or something, I don't know. But at the same time you were doing that, Tim, Adam, we stopped the machines. I forget what happened. Adam said, get off the machines. The moon, crescent moon, was up in the sky, mm-hmm. and the sun was almost set. Right, yeah, That's we're in daylight. Is what he, he, he says, oh, we got so plenty, we got plenty of daylight. <laughs> we got nothing yeah, yeah. to worry about. No he worries. wasn't worried. No, it was dark. Was Listen, they said, yeah. yo, it was Once midnight, was, actually. The lady thought, this is sweet. All I got to do is follow a snow machine track. <laughs> we There's only one track. How can you go wrong? That's I know where we're going. I know where we're going. He said, yeah, listen, he said, yo, just stay there. I'm like, all right. And he left, and it was dark, it was pitch black. I'm like, yo, I turned the machine off because it's like you gotta save gas. You know, that's what I'm thinking. I don't yeah. want to run out of gas. And he comes back, and he's like, yo, I got it. Yo, let's go. Set it up. Set the base up. Set the fire. And we bounced, and I hear the machines. People don't understand the silence. 
that yeah. exist out here? How, how would you explain the silence, guys? Not you can hear the silence. <laughs> yes. Right? Am Definitely. I, am I right? I mean, you're right. You, you can, listen, hear, the you can hear the silence. You start listening. You're trying to hear it. These snowmobiles make a lot of noise, right? I mean, they're pretty noisy. Mm-hmm. And you're straining to hear something, anything. You're listening. they got to be coming soon, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you can hear them, they're within a mile probably. So where is everybody? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> they, they should be right behind us. Mm-hmm. We just saw them like two miles back, so they can't be that far. You're right. And you start using all your faculties, like oh, your yeah, eyes everything. open up, your ears open up for sure. Your senses your memory, come on. Your senses come on. How long was it? That's right. Touched yes, that's right. Last time, you know? That's right. Your, your concept of time is wrong. Right. It goes back to what you were saying. When you see me standing up on my machine and I'm looking, you're using all your senses. At that point, all you hear is your snow machine screaming, so your ears aren't any good, really. But uh, you're definitely... You're looking, you know what I mean? You got your sixth sense going too, which sometimes it kicks in and helps mm-hmm. out, you know? Mm-hmm. Time's a very valuable thing. You gotta try to just figure out what you're much? doing, but you're paying attention with all your might. Mm-hmm. <laughs> time is very valuable. You know? No, time. it's true, man. It's true. Well, listen, we, we coming well, up on well, time. Before we, before we uh, move on, I just want to add a, a sort of like a, a description of like what, what, what was happening the whole time you guys are talking. Adam goes outside with his headlamp. He grabs his thermos, and the noise that you were hearing was him knocking the ice out. He's trying to melt it first on the on the furnace on the uh, on the stuff. Get to warm it up to get the cap off, and then he and then he used the knife to 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 bust through the ice because it's how how cold is it outside? Maybe twenty five, somewhere between easily thirty below. I'm sure. So that you know that's just that's just a, a quick window into like the 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 real sort of lifesavers that we've been hanging out with this whole no this whole couple no, days yeah, yeah. and um and and one of the things that sam pointed out was that adam did stop us during the trail and he's like you know we we, we dealt with like literally like 100 <laughs> breakdowns yesterday <laughs> getting here right and and detours and it was a crazy fuck-ups really, fuck-ups right, right? A cup easily more than three hours but we also had but we also had Kids with us. Oh yeah, no, no, we no, kids, no, not. We yeah. had kids who never. Of course, of course. We we, we never did. Yes, but it really wasn't the kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we didn't adults. It was exactly. perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, what is going on? But but the 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 the, the, the most um, sort of quintessential moment was when when Adam was like, you know what? And and we were all frustrated. You know, I had Jet on my bike. We're yeah. we're. I'm looking back at Jet. Just looking at me like, yo, dude, when are we going to get there? I'm like, Jet, I don't know. I'm freezing. Jet's like, yeah, my legs. Um, at one point, Adam literally blows. He, he, he cups Jet's feet. He takes his boots off and he cups his feet and he blows into his feet. And I'm like, this visual is so beautiful because. Now that's real. That's real. It's real. Like, Adam, Adam is a. A parent, he, he, he knows how to do Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, both, both, both of them, Adam and Tim. I don't like um, cold toes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Adam, 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 listen. My wife is going to listen to this podcast and be like, yo, I knew you shouldn't have took my baby <laughs> out there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever the guy is, I love him. I love him. Adam is getting my book. You couldn't even go. I'm going to this front yesterday. Just didn't talk about it. 
<laughs> you didn't blow your son's foot, but he, but he did. Gonna send him some oh, yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I'm telling you, gloves and socks. And <laughs> socks. The right yeah, gloves. There and boy, it's nice for about seven minutes. It's a world of difference. <laughs> no, but that's indicative no, but, of how much you guys care. Yeah, for real, yeah. And like the patience you have had with us. Yeah, so I certainly so, appreciate, so we do appreciate it, it. And 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 in particular, Adam stopped us and said. In the middle of all the, the madness, we're, you know, waiting for people to catch up. He looked up and he's like, take a look at that, that moon against the mountains. Like, he like, said, this is what we're here for. This is what we're here for. This go. is what we're here and for. And it's true. This, the, like, literally, we are here connecting those. Um, I like the way Tim said it. He said we are. Um, uh, I'm, I'm messing it up, but something to do with like. D- your discomfort, getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah, get out of your comfort zone. We are all. This is like an example of us getting out of our comfort zone. You guys come to New York. You're out of your comfort. You navigate the subway. What the hell? I'm in Queens. But the more important thing is that like we're doing it together. And now you know when you guys come back to Brooklyn, you don't got to hang out with just Sam. Sam's all right. <laughs> but you got we got three new brothers. Those are the shots. Those are the shots with Sam. Sam, no, Sam, Sam is, Sam yeah, is one my co-pilot. Then we're rolling with us. <laughs> Yo, we, all right, five years ago, we came, and our first stop was at Tim's house. Yeah. And it was a, like, a, it was, you, you got this vibe. You get, he kind of was like a Brooklyn dude, sort of. This is my gate. What's up, man? These are the rules. What's up? Yeah, hey, all right, boom. And he blessed us with, just hospitality mm-hmm. and on our way to sam's just you know uh for me i took it as like a um some shit you need to pay attention to like this guy got information and knowledge and wisdom yeah wi- he got knowledge you could get the wisdom he can't give you wisdom he can give you some knowledge and shit so he lent you something too didn't he lent you he, a tool yeah he gave me a hey. tool he gave me a he gave me a tool man a tool that's forty-four that, Magnum, if I remember. Yes, right. you remember correctly. It was. Yeah. I felt. I felt very res- respectful. Yeah. Which uh, leads back into the story that I started to tell when yes. you guys started. Yeah, to tell me with your neighbors. Yes, it was because I was the the first stop you guys made, but uh-huh. I was also the last stop because you guys had to bring the gun back and mm-hmm. uh, drop it off, right? Mm-hmm. So. Apparently, you stopped at the end of my driveway and were taking some pictures because mm-hmm. my neighbor called up. And a uh, neighbor that, I mean, I'm not not really friends with or whatever, whatever you know what I mean. He's a neighbor, though. That's not like a neighbor. He's a neighbor. He's a neighbor. That's what the neighbor is. He's whatever. He is what he is. Dwelling's close to him. So he calls up or maybe got a hold of my wife through Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. He was trying to get a hold of us and, hey, I just got to let you know that there's some black guys at the end of your driveway <laughs> taking pictures. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I called her on the phone. I was there, you know. Yeah, there's some black guys at the end of your driveway taking pictures, you know? And she said, oh, this, those are friends of ours. They just stopped by to drop mm-hmm. off a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yo, Tim, look what the fuck he's doing right now. He's taking pictures. He said okay, that pictures. was the end of the conversation. <laughs> oh, okay. He's off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know. So, I mean, you guys probably know there's not a lot of black guys in my neighborhood. Yeah, there's not. There's not, man. He really yeah. made the nipple. In fact, I think you're the only one. Yeah. But, since, hey, listen, listen, you, man. You, you, gave us, you gave us some lessons. 
You gave us some wisdom. We kept it moving. We got to where we needed to go. And we got up. We, we met Adam. Now we come this time. It's in the winter time. So we get here. First of all, the drive here was definitely, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, you, you'll be ass out because it's ice on the way here. This is Alaska still. We get here. We get to your beautiful home, beautiful family. Absolutely, yeah, wonderful. Hospitality. But now it's like, look, guys, only the way Tim can do it, he's fucking standing up on this machine. And he's fucking <laughs> <laughs> We're like, yo. This was water last time we were yeah, here. Like, it's like summer guy. <laughs> it's a yeah, yeah, summer so guy. Why don't you guys go out on the lake? Yo, let's go. Yeah, go around. You got a feel for these yeah, machines. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you guys were going to go loop around a little bit. Yo. You guys get out on that one track. <laughs> and just kept on going. going yeah. Yeah. Oh, crap. Yeah. I'm going to keep on going. Yo. Yeah. 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 15, 20 miles. Yeah. 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 Just to get your machine. Yo, yeah. that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I got a trip. You got to bring those things back. <laughs> yeah, we get out there and everybody's like, yo, okay, so how do we turn around? Oh, this is oh, reverse. you guys reverse. <laughs> yo, y'all know my vibe. I hopped out. I grabbed the back of that joint. I started lifting it. Yeah, like, turning it around. Like, come on. I'm like, this is really the winter wonderland, wonderland they talk about. I'm like, this is crazy. And he comes and saves us. We come back. And then we ride on snowmobiles to Sam. Well, hold on. I got to take over here if you don't mind. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, when I was young, if we get excited about something, my family, nobody has a plan. We just run wild. And we're happy to have a no strategy. There's no plan. So I see Tim come up with the snow machine. He pulls it aside. The next one comes up. Montgomery, sideways, <laughs> almost flips over, goes on this. Okay, the, the whole thing comes up on the side. He's just, okay, we gotta go, we gotta go. They get on the machine. Boom, they say, Montgomery takes off, 70 miles an hour, down no country <laughs> So I tell him, watch for the sign to shyness. He goes right by the sign. He's lost somewhere. So Tom, he hits the cutoff button. He's stuck on the road. He says, I don't know where anybody is. I may never get found. I'm going to freeze to death out here. Everybody's in all different places. But we all made it to Chris's house. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. like a wild yeah, fight. Did. Yeah, we did. Well, that's one thing I want to say about these city boys. They just knock on every door. And yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, they're not shy. Yeah, they're used to that. Yo, what's up? What's happening? No, no, we're not shy. Every house. You know yeah. where we don't belong. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them. Listen, we came. We came. Look, we came to get Adam and Phil hydroplanes, and his shit was so dope, but I couldn't capture it. I was like, "Oh, that's dope." He fucking hydroplanes, and we trying to find Adam, and we end up at somebody's crib. I'm yeah. like, I don't know, there's a plane Nancy's in front of the crib. Mike's place came on back Steve down. Steve and Nancy's. They went up to Steve and Nancy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steve and Nancy hooked us up, man. Yeah, get those cookies. Yeah, oh, they got those cookies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. So well, you, guys, you guys were way past the lake. And <laughs> 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 you guys were like, you got to go to my house. Maybe go across the lacrinol. Did they go across the lacrinol? Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> no. I mean clear to the top. I mean, <laughs> on lake. You know, there's no lakes up there. Yeah, we did. You know, but I saw, 
I said, you're oh. late. We got a little late. And, you know, yeah, it's three miles long. You can't miss us. That's what I said. It's <laughs> long 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 long. Long. hard to, yeah, listen. You see a pull out there, but you don't want to drop down there. You want to go just right past there. And then there's a nice little trail drop down. A couple miles later, you can go past the right. Listen, I just want everybody to know. Well, I'm glad you guys didn't go. You guys could have kept on going. No, we would have been. I know. Exactly. I wasn't even there. <laughs> well, listen, I you listen I, I, but we yesterday, honestly, people, it was the illest experience we all had. No, I think it's going to live with us for a long time for everybody, and it's all positive. So yep. How much money you make, no. or what you own, or even what you can build, because I built enough houses, they all rot. Hmm. Everything eventually. I just tell them it's how you treat people. Yeah, that makes a difference for sure. That's that beautiful. is what's going to keep going on. For if, sure. if your kids treat people right, you treat people right. They see that they keep replicating. And as humans, I mean, we're all humans. That's the only thing we can replicate and try and continue it. No, for and sure. So I man. preach that to them. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, you, you yeah. guys, yeah, well, you guys treated us right, man. Adam guys treated us right, man. I, I think honestly, I like we believe in that. Yeah. Like how we even move. Like, even around you guys. Like, I can say this. I think from what me and Sam do, which is we have to deal with people's situations in their most dire. Mm -hmm. You know, when you get people in their most dire, you get a real sense of how complex human beings can be. And even that most people don't reflect. And that's not something to wear as a badge of honor. That's something to really appreciate, and now you're going to be a you either going to be a tool of that sometimes, all the times. It does. It depends on who you are as a human, and you guys have that, and that's something that we are about. And there's similarities. Like, you know, we come from a place where yo, you got to stay on point. Like you don't, you know, you you stay in your zone, you pay attention, and you keep it moving. And it's definitely vulnerable for us to come out in a situation like this from the simple point of Mally saying, yo, this shit ain't in my DNA. (laughs) (laughs) To, hold on, man. I'm used to saying, like, I know how to navigate in the world, but this shit is totally off the grid. This is, get rid of your ego, your, your desire to be right, um, uh, to be the smartest person in the room, to be the wit- like, forget all that shit. Who the fuck know how to get out of this shit? Actually, like, but it's it, like you don't need that out here. You don't need any of that because nobody needs to be right. We're just all here having fun in nature, and that's what it's about. <laughs> Safety and collective enjoyment, and that's all it should be about. It's like, hey, we're all here for the same reason. We want to enjoy it, have fun, get everybody back safe, no matter how old or right younger. Whatever, and that's I know that to me that's just what it's all about. No, well said. Well, it's all because of this guy. But I, I, wanna, I did want to follow up. On no, no, you can take thing. us out, there Sam. You can take us out. It, it tickled me. This, this is the are wrap they up. Afraid to knock on doors? You guys? Are you gonna pick on me now? No, no. no. <laughs> are they afraid to knock on doors? No. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't afraid of nothing. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. But how did you miss the lake? We got the lake, but we went up the hill. We didn't don't make me come in there. Listen, I don't fucking know, man. Listen, yeah, listen. Going seventy miles an hour. It gets me. You see that lake? You blink, it's gone. But they went up the hill to drive. No, no, no. I wasn't driving. I didn't drive. Phil drove. Oh, blame Phil. No, I'm not blaming him. Listen, listen, listen. Phil, how'd you pass Welcome the lake? No, no, listen. I, I'm not blaming. Listen, we're on a team here, right? So, listen, I, we went up, I didn't know what to do. Listen, I didn't think, yo, you know what? Turn into the shit that would be water. I didn't know that. I didn't think of that. That's the city guy in me. I just yeah, thought, yo, it's a fucking road to follow. How'd you know to go up that driveway? I didn't. We oh just, you know, it's some Brooklyn shit, man. I don't know. We fucking on snowmobiles. Yeah, got to go, go past the pull out and take a right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but we got <laughs> past the pull out. Yeah, but we got up there. We got up there, and they're like, "Look, lemon tarts, gift." We're like, "Holy shit!" Lemon that was it. Man, I don't had yeah, listen, we're good. Brooklyn guys. We're like, lemon "Is tarts. this poison?" <laughs> Why would anybody give you anything for free? They made their whole month, you know. And oh, they, they, they were really sweet. Oh, they're so oh. excited that they, they were able to stop by their house to visit. They, they, they have too much going on June. right now, right? No, they were cool. They were yeah, nice. Super cool. Oh, yeah. super cool. It was super nice. And they told us how to get here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, we have visitors. <laughs> 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 No, we're, we, we're definitely going to wrap up. We appreciate you guys um, a thousand percent for showing us the, the way, take, sure, taking us sure. under your wing and no you know, getting us. And I'm really looking through. forward to see how you guys do getting out of here without you. Wait a minute. Hold on, man. Listen, guys. I thought we were running. We can't find us in the morning. Probably already left. No, but on this. Follow the trail. That's like the fourth. Time I heard that. You need to follow the trail. We need t-shirts to say this. Follow the trail. I'll probably be gone when you guys get up. Oh man. Um, So really quickly, how can we? uh, How can the audience connect with you guys if they wanted to do like a tour or they wanted to do like like? Do you want to find out more about? Share some information on like how to call Sam. Call Sam. Tim's Alaskan guide service. Yo, does Sam, yo, does <laughs> Sam <laughs> has a fax machine? Or oh, 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 yeah. 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 And or Tim Nelson, Google or it. Tim Nelson, it'll, it'll come up. Adam Snow Machine, no. I'm, right. I'm hard to find. You're never going to find No, but, but he's not that hard to find if you watch the DIY Network. I think that there's oh. an episode. Yes. If you can figure out how to spell his last name. <laughs> <laughs> There is a, there is an episode. Yeah, yeah so yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll share that with you guys and um, definitely appreciate you What's guys. What's the episode, yeah. though? It's a season. It might be the whole season yes. five. 
What's the season five? We'll find it. We'll find it. Adam, he wasn't there. Keep on the road. I'm gonna never find out. But just know that these two dudes. He doesn't want the word to get out. These two dudes are dead eyes. Scrap it. Scrap it. Um. People be calling him all the time. You know, <laughs> do this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? On, yeah. on that note, let's, we're gonna go out. Sam Gregory, one of our cinco de, um, los cinco hermanos. He's gonna take us out with a little story that I can't get enough of because it it it's funny. Tell us about Evan and his take <laughs> on Tim's pizza. <laughs> I don't know if Tim made the pizza. Tell him the whole concept. Tim was involved. Tim was another Tim. Tell him. It's a short story. Not not our Tim. It's a short talk story, but it's hysterical. We were out there. I ate the pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all right. I was hungry, so. Go ahead, Sammy. So Evan is from Brownsville, and he's a very unusual guy. He was 16. Just turned 16. 6'3", 325 pounds. I don't think he walked more than probably three or four blocks since he was a kid. And he didn't want to come, his mother made him come. And uh, he got to the airport, put his bags down and said, I don't want to speak to any of you, I'm Brooklyn to Alaska. Get away from me, don't talk to me. <laughs> he got to Minneapolis, he told the lady, I'll be going back to Newark. The lady said, well, you don't have a reservation. He says, that's not why I didn't ask about a reservation. Make me a reservation, go back to Newark. And she said, sir, I can't change your ticket. Lady, get security, get him on the plane. When he landed in Alaska, he said to me first thing, where's the bed? I want to go to sleep and never wake up. I don't want to be here. I'd rather be eating like a pack of wolves. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. Right? <laughs> oh, you're, he was, you're elected. He was on you. <laughs> so these guys, these guys make pizza and they got vegetables and sausage and cheese and dough and the whole nine yards. And then they take a burner and they, they make the... Like cheese melt. Blowtorch. <laughs> <laughs> like a blowtorch. Yeah, they make it real nice. So everybody's eating the pizza, enjoying it. He takes a bite out of it. He goes, Oh, this is disgusting. I'll throw this shit in the ocean. Get over your shoulder. I said, What'd you do with your pizza? He said, I threw that shit in the ocean. So it came time to go to bed. He says to the cooks, cooks. I said, Tim, I said, Tim, thanks for dinner, I guess. <laughs> That was Evan's thing. Meanwhile, the story. ocean's over 100 miles. No, it's got a heck of an arm on it. You got it on. You got it on. No, thank you guys again, man. We appreciate you. Absolutely, um, man. Thank you to Sam. What'd you get to say, Sam? Go for it. No, I was just looking at the time. I went 37 minutes. Yeah, yeah. felt like about. Five, Five minutes. minutes. Yeah, 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 we can't get enough. But um, appreciate you, brothers. And until next time, the Brooklyn Combine, we are out. Peace. Peace. Tune in next week. <laughs>
watch out cause here I come Follow 